You are listening to the Praise FM podcast with Pastor Randy Caswell, Joshua DeNoyer, and Dave Davenport. We would like to invite you to embark with us on a journey, a journey of biblical study. Through practical application of the Word of God, it is our prayer that you grow in a greater relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. Now, today's program. Hey, we're glad that you're joining us today, and I'm Randy Caswell, and we have with us today Josh DeNoyer and David Davenport, uh, which we call Brody, our Brody, and uh, we're glad that you're here today as we study and we continue in this podcast, uh, the Praise Podcast, as we're walking the Roman roads, walking through the Book of Romans. I think you're going to enjoy it, so stick with us for the next uh, few minutes here, and uh, we want to encourage you to get your Bibles out so you can study along with us. Today, uh, we're going to be starting with the book of Romans. We're at Romans chapter 1 and verses number 8, and we're going to go all the way through verse number 17. I'm going to be reading out a new international version. So Romans chapter 8 verses, uh, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 1 verses 8 through uh, 17. So let me read this right now. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve with my whole heart, is preaching the gospel of his Son, is my witness. How constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times, and I pray that now at last, by the God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart unto you some spiritual gifts to make you strong. That is, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I plan many times to come to you, but have been prevented by doing so until now in order that I might have a harvest among you, just as I have had among the other Gentiles. I am obligated both to Greeks and to non-Greeks, both to wise and to foolish. That is why I'm so eager to come to preach the gospel to also to those who are at Rome. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God for the salvation for everyone who believes, first for the Jews, then for the Gentiles. For in the gospel of righteousness from God is revealed a righteousness that is by faith from the first to the last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. I like to start this, uh, to talk about Paul's desire to come to the Roman church. At this moment, at this time when he's writing, he is not in Rome. Um, he he has never been to Rome, and he is is going to be wanting to go to the church, and, and he says he wants to impart spiritual gifts to them. And so I, I, Paul's just showing his, uh, I don't know, his longing to be with the Roman church and to meet them. Can you imagine what it would be like to write a letter to them and not actually know who the people are, or not experience who they are? He wants to see them, he wants to talk with them, and he wants to have fellowship with them. And most of all, he wants to increase their faith, doesn't he, Josh? Yeah, uh, he does. It's it's wonderful. Uh, I'm going to bring back this this verse eight. That uh, I'm going to go back to verse eight, and uh, it's wonderful how Paul says, first, I thank my God, my God through Jesus Christ, for you all." Which, in and of itself, is an encouragement to anybody. He says, "I thank God for you," right? And then he says, "Because of your faith." Because of your faith, and not only that, but it is spoken of throughout the whole world. Their faith, the change that Jesus made in their life, that 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 cataclysmic event, I like to call it that, of Jesus coming into your life and changing things. That and 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 your and mine and their process of going through building of this faith, 
not only is it not only is it touching them, but it's also it's also beginning to touch those around them, and it eventually is going it, it is touching the whole world, the places where Paul has been. He's indicating here that the places he's going, people are talking about these these followers of Jesus here in Rome, and it's spoken of in uh, around the world. And what what a faith Jesus gives us, you know, he he it comes from him only, you know. And, and if you think about what they're what they're facing for having faith in Jesus. I mean, they're facing, they're facing not only persecution, but death. If they were, if they are, if the government so chooses to hunt them down and kill them, but yet their faith is going forth throughout the world, regardless of the consequences. And so that, that faith, that uh, way of, the faith of God, the faith of Jesus that he puts into our heart and our lives. It doesn't matter what uh, what the consequences are. I said this, uh, to be honest with you, I said this Sunday night in my Sunday night Bible study on YouTube and Facebook that I know and people should understand and know that because they have a faith in Jesus, if they were to go to be with Jesus, they would be better off there than they are here. And I think that's just, this is what they're going forth in that understanding being with jesus is far better than being in their certain their current circumstances and so faith is building faith builds upon and builds upon and it comes from jesus and and the way that they're doing all of this it's not by their own accord it's not by their own wherewithal or their own understanding it's by a faith that is only wrought in jesus christ and that's a wonderful thing I was thinking when I look at this here, uh, not only that Paul's saying that their faith is spoken throughout the whole world. You know, as we get through this book, you're going to find out there's going to be some direction that Paul's going to be teaching them about circumcision, about the law and about grace. But what he's saying here, too, that this is a, it seems to me that it's a pretty good church. It seems to me that it's uh, that 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 Christ is working, that Christ is doing uh, a great thing. And when you think about that, it's uh, that that the whole world is hearing about that. We have to think about that just for a second. What city were they in? They were in the capital city of the empire of Rome. And if this church is powerful, this, this church has great theology, guess what it's going to do? It's going to filter through the Roman Empire. And, and I think that's one of the reasons that uh, Paul would want to go there and to make sure uh, that they had the right and sound doctrine according to the gospel of God, the exact correct doctrine. Because, look, if this church is one, is a good church, and if it's a thriving church, and if it's a church that stands on the, the doctrine of, that is truth that comes from God, can you imagine how powerful that would be? Because it's going to travel those Roman roads all throughout the empire. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why Paul wanted to come to impart into them uh he said spiritual gifts i asked you guys earlier what do you think that the spiritual gifts that paul was speaking about so he's he's basically saying there's something positive that god wants to do when i come and meet with you and uh dave can i ask you do you have any idea what you think that those spiritual gifts are uh yeah he uh let me get to it here um in the following verse uh 13 he says uh um, right after that, where he talks about the, the spiritual gift, he says, that is that I may be encouraged together with you while among you, each of you, or each of us by the other's faith, both yours and mine. 
It's the sharing of our faith. That's how we encourage one another. Um, in Hebrews, it talks about that we encourage one another uh, as long as it's called a day. It says, take care, brethren. It's uh, Hebrews uh, 3.12. It says, take care, brethren, that there not be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. But encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today. Today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold fast the beginning of our assurance, firm until the end. That's what we're to do. We're to encourage one another. We're to share our faith with each other. We're to um, lift each other up. Um, you know, elsewhere it talks about, you know, if a brother, if you see a brother in a sin, you know, go to him and, uh, and tell him. Uh, th these are the things that we do. This is how um, we prevent an evil, unbelieving heart in each other, um, the falling away. That's, uh, that's why we gather on a regular basis. We weren't meant to stand alone. We were meant, we're a body. We're the body of Christ. Uh, we work each other. We work with each other, and we help each other uh, with our struggles. We help each other. We strengthen each other. Um, we bring comfort to each other, and that's what he's that's what he's talking about right there. He's talking about that I may be encouraged together with you, while among you, each of us by the other's faith. I think that Paul was uh, going to benefit by going to the Roman church. And I believe he believed that the Roman church would be a benefit by him coming and being with him too. And, and I agree with you hundred percent. We are not designed to be alone. We're not to walk this road alone. Matter of fact, in Ephesians says that we're baptized into the body of Christ. Uh, so, so one, I'm individually baptized, water baptized for, uh, uh, for repentance is what the scripture says. I'm uh, baptized in the Holy spirit for the empowerment to, uh, to be a witness of Jesus Christ, but I'm also baptized into the body of Christ. So if we begin to think that we don't need the body, if we begin to think we don't need uh, teachers or pastors or our friends even that are, are faithful to the Lord, I'm telling you what, you have cut yourself off from the greatest gift that God has given you, which is the Amen. church, the body of Christ. Amen. As great as, as great as Paul was and as great as his revelations were, he's still saying, I need you. I need the fellowship so that I may be strengthened by your faith. You know, he, he, he's as great as his revelation was, he couldn't stand out there alone. He still needed the rest of the body to support him as well as him giving his support to them. So, you know, we're, as you said, we're, we're not built to, to be alone and we've been baptized in the body. He understood that he had been baptized into that body and he needed, he needed the faith and the support to, or to share the faith and the support of the other believers. If I could just take a second and I want to ask Josh something um, right there in my in a new international version, it says that we are mutually encouraged in verse number 12. 
and then the version that uh, that you gave me, I can't remember the name of English. Uh, the modern English version is what I'm reading from. Modern English version. It says encourage together. And and there's a law of mutual encouragement, mutual blessing um, that God has. And, and that's what uh, say with you guys with the, this Bible study that we have. Uh, Folks may not know, but uh, but we've had Bible study and we talk about the Lord outside of this Bible study here because mm -hmm. it's it's a law of mutual blessing. That's kind of in one way how this all began and the start uh, with this. But the other part is there. So Paul is saying here that when I come to Rome, there's going to be a, the Holy Spirit's going to be in this. God's going to be doing something great and he's going to be teaching us. So he was truly blessed. Let me kick it to you, Josh. What was your thoughts on this? And then we're going to go to the next step. Okay, well, you know, one of the things that I, I, I find interesting, because when I look at Scripture, I I tend to break Scripture down and, and think about it. And, and I, I was sitting here as we were talking, as you and Dave were talking about this, you were talking about the mutually encouragement, just this whole, this whole verse 8 where he says, uh, where he said that, that their faith had been spoken throughout the whole world. Back in that day, how would they have known that? except someone tell them that's been around the world. So in that very statement in themselves, in that very statement by itself, that, that in itself was, was an encouraging thing to, to give to them because they, they wouldn't have known how far their testimonies were going had somebody not told them that had been around the world. And so this, this mutual encouragement is, is so... Um, it's so crucial, I think, I believe, to to people of faith because, you know, we're not immune to feeling discouragement, and we're we're not immune to feeling to feeling downtrodden from time to time. And I think it's important for other brothers and other sisters that are of, of like-minded faith, or maybe not even of like-minded faith, to be an encouragement to one another so that we continue on and go forth. Now, we know and we have said that we, we pictured this as, as a good church. We talked about the faith. One of the things that stands out for me in, that, in this church is that the faith that we have, if we have a good faith in God and, and a righteous faith in God, God gives us a, a measure of protection against the things that are going to come against us. And I think God was doing that here for the Roman church. They were in the, they were in the center of the Roman empire where they were, you're right in the middle of persecution. And yet they were a good Bible believing faith filled church that was thriving in their faith. And, and God, I believe in that faith gives us, gives them, gave them and gives us today a measure of protection so that we can continue on and go forth for the for that which he's called us to do and Let me ask you a question what type of protection do you mean because there are martyrs excuse me there are many christian martyrs and there were many martyrs in rome what type are you talking about uh spiritual truth because the reason why is uh there are false teachers too Mm -hmm. And um, and there are also uh, so those are spiritual. Those are spiritual false teachers. Mm -hmm. But then there's also persecution that comes from the world. So when you say that there's a uh, God gave them protection, what are you trying? Wh what do you mean? What type of protection do you mean? Well, God, God, I I believe that God gives His people a protection from martyrdom in some cases until their work is completed. Uh, God has a plan 
for every believer out there, every person out there, and God is going to see that plan through. Now, if if I am now now, let me use myself as an example. Now, if I have done everything God wants me to do in ministry for Him, and I've lived my life to the fullest and done what God has called me to do, and I've lived that life, and I've 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 brought people to the Lord, and I've and I've accomplished that that goal. Uh, God will God will keep me until that assignment is over. I mean, we look at Paul. Paul is a great example of this. How many times did Paul get shipwrecked? How many times Paul was stoned? He was shipwrecked. He was all these things. But at the very end, he said, I have finished my course. I ran the race. And he and he was martyred at that point. Well, that's, that's kind of just my point that uh, sometimes when we say that the Lord's going to protect us, that doesn't mean that we're not going to get uh, Paul was shipwrecked. Paul was stoned. Paul was beaten. That doesn't sound like protection. Sometimes but see, but, but, for him to, right. to take the gospel. They they maybe couldn't take his life at that time. But what I, what I'm saying, um, I just want to you know our listeners to realize that you know the protection that the Lord has. I think is sometimes the Lord just walks with us. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit has not abandoned us. Um, you'll find him in the when Paul and Silas were in a prison. And they were singing praises that night, and 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 then a a miracle. I mean, the the what did they call it? The earthquake happened, and and everyone was set free. And the jailer comes to know Christ as the Savior and Lord. Now, I wouldn't say that uh, that they were uh, protected, but I would say that the Lord was with them, and that the Lord mm-hmm. had never left him or abandoned him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know what? That takes faith too. It takes faith yeah. to to walk through the fire, and right. takes faith to endure and to continue to uh, pass on the faith. You know, like but, that there. But see, we uh, we built we help we help build each other's faith through encouraging one another. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, when Adam and Eve sinned, they went and hid. They ran from God. They wanted to be alone because they were ashamed. You know, when we when we come when Christ takes hold of us, we've been put back in the proper relation with with God through the blood of Christ. And now we have fellowship with one another. We're able to encourage one another. And that is how we we take from each other and that's what gives us the courage to go through the various trials that we're going to go through because I can't you know for 52 years I tried doing it myself and I was an absolute failure when Christ took hold of me all of a sudden I had God in me and I had the body of Christ that was there to encourage me I had people that I could talk to I had people that I could share with I had people that were sharing their faith with me and sharing what God had done through them they were developing, God was developing my faith through other people so that I could, you know, he tells us when we walk through the fire, we won't be touched. When we walk through the water, we won't be touched. It's not that he's, I'm not going to die. I mean, I, I, you know, I can die a martyr's death. I can be, I can be whipped. I can be shipwrecked, but God's going to be faithful to bring me into the place that he wants me to be. And whether that's at home with him or here, still here on earth. He's going to put me in the place that he wants me, but he's given me the strength to do it. And that strength involves the rest of the body, um, me taking strength from the rest of the body, which is the church, the other believers. 
The reason why I asked that question, Josh, is because under Nero, the Emperor Nero, uh, the church suffered incredible persecution where they would even burn the Christians at the stake and they would do incredible persecution. And, and that's why I'm saying that this was a great church. And yes, the Church of Rome, the Roman church, they suffered under incredible persecution under Nero. And, and so in, in one way, the Lord did not protect them. I mean, they, there were martyrs, but in another way, the spirit of God was with them. And, and we even see this in today, the modern church, uh, you want to see places where revival happens. It's normally where heavy persecution is. God did protect them. He brought them. I mean, that's to say that if I if I'm martyred, God didn't protect me. He brought me safely into His kingdom. Into amen, his amen, yeah. amen. That's right. That's yeah. That's also, the perspective. And also, and, Paul had. Go ahead, and, Josh. and also, and also, if you know, they did suffer heavy persecution, but the church was is still there. Was still there. The church did not cease to exist in Rome. It did, so, and it right. and it didn't fall apart because they were encouraging one another. They had that unity. They had that love for each other that built each other up and encouraged them to carry on through the the persecution and through the trials and through the you know the earthly death and whatever else came upon them. They were there encouraging one another. Let me tell you, if they were all alone, most of them probably would have ran away because they didn't have each other to draw on. That's mm -hmm. what the body of Christ does. Mm -hmm. And if and if and if what what God was doing was 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 protecting his his church and protecting those that are you know some of them were martyred and some of them and then and the persecution was horrible but God protected his church if 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 God's protection wasn't there and God's God wasn't with them you know as we as we're saying and and that's basically what it is God was with them and God was God was seeing his his purpose through the 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 church would have ceased to exist in Rome after Nero burned the temple and all that stuff in 70 AD. So that's right. But well, like, like Abraham, we see ourselves as so sojourners here on this earth. This isn't our final destination. Our final destination is an eternity with our father Amen. in heaven, Amen. not on this earth. And if I'm looking for, if I'm looking to stay on this earth, man, I'm missing out. I mean, I look yeah. forward. I look forward to the day that I'm in heaven and can sit there and worship him in perfect unity. That's right, Dave. That's because you have faith. <laughs> and, and you're you're walking by faith. And uh it was uh Titus that burned the the Titus is uh the one that did in eighty seventy at the Jerusalem Temple Temple, not Nero, and uh that did that. Um look one notice here right here in uh verse twelve, it says that mutually encouraged by each other's faith. You know, if you look in this this scripture, that's what I was wanting to focus just for a few moments on, the fact that the faith, it's this is the faith is the river. This is the key that Paul's about to be able to teach this church. If you notice, I, I didn't count how many times, but I can I bet it's at least five or six times that Paul mentions faith just in the in the introduction of himself. One he's introduction that I come here and this is a gospel that God has given to you. And I long to be with you and that I can instill into you spirit spiritual gifts and in strengthening and encouraging your faith. In the introduction, he says that, that this is the, I'm glad that I'm called to the Gentiles, that they can come to a faith that makes them obedient unto the un obedience by their faith. And what, what I'm saying is Paul is talking a lot about faith. 
and about God and how and later he's going to say, I, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's a power of God unto salvation, first for the Jews and then for the Gentiles. And in verse 17, for in the gospel of righteousness from God is revealed a righteousness that is by faith. From first to last, just as written, the righteous will live by faith. So he begins to say that there's this faith brings us obedience to us. He begins to say that this faith brings us into mutual fellowship with one another. And now he's beginning to say that this faith is one that brings us into salvation. Can you kind of see that? That's pretty cool. Obedience, mutual fellowship, salvation. And then he says, we're to live by faith. And and it's and I think that when we if we would be amiss if we didn't really hit the part of what Paul's talking about. Because later you're going to find out that that we tap into the grace of God, that we can go into the kingdom that David was talking about, that we can actually see this kingdom as a reality. It can only happen by faith. And that's important because Dave was saying here uh, earlier, you were saying, Dave, that uh, the fact that, that we, um, that even if we're persecuted, even if we're martyrs, we are still in the kingdom of God. We still have win. We still win. We still are with our Lord. We're still with our Savior, and that's eternal. And guess what? People that are listening to this day, to this uh, conversation, might say, "Are you crazy?" There's about the last thing you know. A martyr wins. No way. A martyr mm -hmm. loses his life right then. But the reality is, when you see the kingdom of God, when you know God, you understand exactly what Dave is saying. You understand that what he's saying is the truth. And that's why Paul, I think, keys in on faith in Jesus Christ. And because, see, in faith is when you see God. I was looking this week in my devotional life where it says in Hebrews chapter 11, and that's called the faith chapter. And in Hebrews chapter 11, this is what Paul's, uh, I don't know, I think Paul read it. It may have been another writer, but this is what Hebrews 11 says about faith and speaking about Moses in verse number 27. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who was invisible. He saw God. And because Hebrews 11, verse number one, verse number six, talks about how God is invisible. But when we have faith, we can see God and know God. And those who earnestly seek him will be rewarded by God. That's why I think when Paul said here, I come here to encourage you the faith to walk in this. Because see, as a God is revealed in this righteousness that comes. Well, see, see the, open the, door. The, the, the faith that we have, we are, we are first given faith by God. You know, the Bible says we are given a measure of faith to believe. God gives us that. And as we as we begin to as we exercise that faith and believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then then from that point on, it's just a it's just a matter of a person being being sold out to God and 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 building that faith by I say this every every week in my church by reading your Bible or, or, or studying the scriptures back then, they, they didn't, they had the old Testament and they had the writings of Paul that were being passed around. 
reading those things, uh, being around other believers who can encourage you to stay and and uh, and praying to Jesus every single day. Those three things. That's how you build the faith. And that's how you get to the place where you're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, because that faith is so built up inside of you that no matter what happens, whether I live or die, I'm good. Well, we need to we need to explain and deal with what is faith. Mm-hmm. Faith isn't just trust in something. You know, um, the demons believe, you know, in God and they tremble and they know that mm-hmm. Jesus is the son of God and they tremble. Mm-hmm. But, you know, faith is what God has put in me and brings me to the point where I act. You know, Paul talks about in in verse five, and then also when you get to the end of the book, he sandwiches everything in between the obedience of faith. Obedience and faith cannot be separated. Um, What I do, what I do, obedience is the result or is part of faith. You know, when you read, Randy, you mentioned uh, chapter 11 of Hebrews. I use the New American Standard Bible, and 15 times it says, by faith, by faith. But every time it says, by faith, there was an action that followed. These actions were the result of faith, not the result of, I have to do it, uh, I want to do it, you know. It, it came about, you know, Ephesians 2.10 says that we were created for good, good works, which, which God has prepared beforehand that we may walk in them. And that's what faith permits me to do is walk in the good works that God created Amen. beforehand. Um, it, it's not, I, I don't do it because I have to do it. I don't do it because I owe it to God. I do it because his spirit in me carries that out through faith he gave me you know everything i have all good things come from god faith comes from god my actions come from god it's uh you know by faith noah warned by god about things yet not seen or not yet seen in reverence prepared prepared the ark for the salvation of his household you know abraham you know, you can go through this whole list in, in, in Hebrews 11, you know, and they did things and they saw things that they, or they understood things they couldn't see and they carried them out because of the faith that God put in them. You have been listening to the 97.5 Praise FM live show with Dave Davenport, Randy Caswell, and myself. If you'd like to hear more episodes of these programs, you can go to mypraisefm.org or firstassemblyofgodchurch.org to listen and download all the episodes do that today. So until next time, this is Joshua DeNoyer saying, God bless.